and with me this week, as always, are the two friends. The, the, are the two friends? Are the only the two, two friends? friends. <laughs> are the only two yet? friends I have? I think we just start. We I was just waiting did. for Teach to cut Nelson off. Is this is still a- practice? No, it's not practice. This, this is, is for live. Reals. This, this is, is we're broadcasting live to the internet. What up, Hive Mind? Ah, <laughs> How are you guys doing? Is that to me or the audience? Uh, that was to both of you. Oh. The audience can also answer in unison if they'd like to. Or or separately, that's fine too. I've got uh, all count day. of three. <laughs> just shout out quarantined like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you guys? Pretty good. Uh I'm I I not wearing any pants right now because my office is super warm because I've been playing magic for the last three hours in here. That is the that is the best way to play magic and record podcasts. Yeah. Sans pants. Sans pants. I agree. How are you doing, Teach? Uh, I'm okay. I'm tired. It's been a long couple of months for me at work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Working at 4 o'clock every morning. Um, but I think it's about to come to an end, so that's good. He's that is good. Fired. <laughs> hey, man. I finally just Either slapped way, my it's boss. it's coming to an end. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, want to come in tomorrow. Otherwise, otherwise, aside from being tired, uh, I'm doing okay. I'm good. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't put you to sleep with our with our uh, <laughs> our thoughts on your on your deck. So uh, tonight we are going to be talking about uh, Tija's newest EDH build, and that is Amareth the Lustrous, one of don't, the new commanders you, that we got. Don't you from. usually ask us what we've been doing in Magic? I, I haven't gotten that games. far yet. I'm saying what the main theme is, and I'm going to say. But before we get into that, I what have you guys wa- been up to lately? I don't. I don't watch the show, so I don't know how it goes. <laughs> I don't watch it either. <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts. I don't <laughs> the three guys who run the show sound like a bunch of assholves. Anyway, I don't want to look at them. <laughs> it's true. Uh, that, yeah. That what do you? What have you guys? The, what have you guys been up to? Who wants though. to go first? Uh, I will go first because do holy it. shit, that first game. <laughs> uh, we played my Joira Weatherlight Captain versus Nelson's. Uh, Marchesa. Queen Marchesa, yeah, Queen Marchesa, <laughs> and Teej was there for a little. <laughs> Teej <while>. watched. <laughs> you said you, you said holy shit that first game, and it took me a good five seconds to remember what happened in the first game. <laughs> yeah, Teej, like... Teej played my Talrin deck. That's what happened in the first game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know what Teej was doing, but uh, when when he got knocked out, the game was about halfway, not even halfway no, over. <laughs> not even. Uh yeah, it got. What did Teach to... play the first game? Oh, Rith. I played Rith, Rith the, Awak- the Awakener. He never cast it. That's why we didn't remember. <laughs> that's right. So Joira did exactly what Joira was supposed to do, and Queen Marchesa did exactly what Queen Marchesa was supposed to do. So it was the battle of the immovable object versus the unstoppable force. Oh my yep. god, it was so <laughs> dragged out. I had so many artifact trick things going on and nelson just continues to slow the game down with smoke and <laughs> authority of the council and cumball oh yeah cumball well oh just, I, they don't really slow that down but the com- no, the cumball and the suture priest let for, me gain so oh much li- let me gain so much life that necropotence i've just drawn 20 cards off yeah of. you were at 60 i think when you finally dropped necropotence and yep. drew 20 cards at the end of your turn <laughs> yep thankfully <laughs> i had cheated out dark steel uh foundry so all my stuff was indestructible and between uh goblin welder and Koldatha forge master 
and what else? Uh, Master Transmuter and a few other just generic goodies in artifacts. Uh, I, I had the machine functioning perfectly that neither one of us could do shit, but I could do slightly more not shit than you. <laughs> well, and the frustrating thing for me, uh, obviously not for you, This the good thing for you, was that the turn before you dropped that Darksteel Forge on the battlefield, I had returned to dust, and I got rid of... You had that blue enchantment that whenever... Uh, like, you can't play Man- a, a, a spell. Mana yeah, Maze is out there because I have so many artifacts that Mana Maze barely hurts me with red right. and blue spells because Mana Maze is players cannot cast spells if they share a color with the last spell played this turn. That's how it reads. Yeah. Uh, so I got rid of that, and then Tej had uh, oh a Luminarch Ascension, and I popped that, and then yeah, the next turn you Which, had the Darksteel Forge, yeah, and at the time, I found out that's a that's a valid target. But yeah, without without the ability to exile a board full of indestructible artifacts. Yeah, that was that's literally the only exile I have in that deck. So I need to retool Marchesa because <laughs> that's, uh, that. There, I mean, even my No Mercy, right? Like your creatures can't be destroyed. Yeah, I had a I had a hope um, when I found my Dictate of Erebos. I was like, okay, well, I can at least make you start sacrificing stuff. Um, and my thought was to not take the Monarch back because I knew that I could generate tokens for fodder from Marchesa if I'm not the Monarch. And then you and I before that I played um, Leyline of the Void, thinking, okay, well now I can exile the stuff you're using. Um, yeah, you can in your graveyard. You that can you're recycling. stop my stop my Goblin Welder shenanigans. Right, but then you popped all my stuff because you had Spine of a Shah that you could just keep pop putting back in your hand and recasting. And Meteor Golem. Yes, Meteor Golem. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it was a long, long game, but it was it was a lot of fun. It was um, fun it was, for it was us. Interesting. Teach, how are you? <laughs> yeah, how are you doing, Teej? <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here listening to your tale, <laughs> okay. and my comp- my 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 contribution is: the more times you say "mana maze" in a row, the more it sounds like a condiment. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, so, what have uh, what what have you guys been up to other than uh, the EDH games we just played? Or talk about the se- I mean, we haven't talked about the second game yet. We haven't. Well, um, um, do the folks at home know what we're doing next time, or is that a surprise? Uh, no, we haven't talked about that yet. Uh, so is it a and surprise? actually, well, by the time this comes out, it will already be out. Yeah, so oh. we can talk about it. So oh, we can right. talk about it. We can say, by the time you hear this, you will have also heard... This other thing. <laughs> Assuming Valentine's Nelson gets the episode Day out. Magic. <laughs> Valentine's Day <laughs> Magicker. Yeah. Um, no, we've got one in the hopper that's coming out. Um, or, you know what? We could do this one first. One in the hopper. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Who talks like that? <laughs> I don't know. I do, apparently. <laughs> got no clinker uh, in the chamber, do we? Yeah, no. Let's, let's, let's just um, change the release order. Let's do this one first. Let's talk about it. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> or let's all, or let's all just sit in silence. Uh, no, Teach. Yeah, uh, why don't you tell everybody what we're doing special uh, for the holiday season? Oh uh, no, because <laughs> this isn't this wasn't my plan, and I would feel bad taking it away from Chanel. No, that's I forgot. I forgot. Uh, yeah, Chanel, tell yeah. us. So we will be playing C E D H, but the C stands for Christmas. <laughs> 
love it. Yes, that's good. Yeah. So the plan is, and the goal, and I say plan and goal because I haven't done it yet, and I've started four times, and I keep, like, retooling it and starting over completely. Um, I gave everyone the homework assignment, and uh, Chris will be joining us for this as well because he couldn't play EDH with us tonight, and Chris loves to build random weird EDH decks, so he'll probably kick all of our asses with this. But it is to build a Christmas-themed EDH deck. And I left it as broad as possible, trying not to give anyone any hints or clues, saying, whatever that means to you, build it as a deck. And the, that is part of the reason why I am 40 or 50 cards into, like, my fourth deck, and I haven't finished a single one, because I, I went, okay, do I want to do just snow-covered lands and all the snow permanents? I don't think that's Christmassy enough. Okay, I want to do, uh, what is it, Eric... Uh, Hans Eric's Hans Eric sons, yeah, uh, because he looks like Santa Claus, and I'm like red and green is Christmassy, so yeah, I'll do it that way. And I went, eh, I don't like that enough. Uh, <laughs> so I will let you know now what I'm working on. Assuming the two of you are relatively locked in, uh, currently I am building Gigantha the Wellspring because it's a big old elemental elk, and I imagine this is one of Santa's reindeer. Also. Nice. So- so we're it just is, coming out and telling each other what we're building now, eh? Well, I'm letting you know what I'm... If, whether or not I actually build and finish this deck, or if I start another goddamn pile, who the hell knows? <laughs> I I don't. Uh, but this is my commander right now, because it's red and green, but it also uh, gives me access to all five colors. So it's that red and green Christmas, but I can do whatever the hell I want, and every card will remind me... Mostly of horrible experiences with my family at Christmas. <laughs> that, is, that has been that has been my building theme so far. I we'll love see it. how we'll see how it pans out. The stories that have started to leak out are hysterical. So <laughs> I can't wait till you start resolving some of these cards and we can talk about them on the podcast afterwards. <laughs> my theme is red and green. Sweet. That's who's, fair. <laughs> who's your who's your commander? Um, since I guess we're ruining the surprise, well, uh, don't go building... into too much detail, but at least give no, us no, no, give no, no, us no. a wide berth scope. Uh, a wide berth. Um, I decided that I was actually going to do partners. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yes. So, so um, uh, I wasn't prepared for this. What did I call him in my head? Um, <laughs> Daddy. <Shit>. No. <laughs> Stand by. Hold on. Let me pull it out. The oh card. The card. Oh, geez. Let, me, let me pull it out while I try and think of daddy. Whoa. Uh, hold on. Where are you, you son of a bitch? Well, so while TJ is so looking, I'll tell you what my commander's going to yeah, be. Yeah, go ahead. Do that. Do that. Uh, I decided that I am going to run Atla Palani Nest Tender. So she's red and green. She's Naya, so red and green with some white. Uh, but you can uh, pay two and tap her to create a 0-1 green egg creature token with Defender. And my thought is to turn all of these eggs into gifts for myself. So uh, that is the, the gift-giving sense of, of, of Christmas for me. Ah, and that is the way super. I decided to build super selfish i like it yes exactly because <laughs> god damn it i want to win <laughs> these are all gifts for me that's uh, not how gifts work that's just <laughs> called shopping <laughs> yes. so that's that's it i'm going with uh atla palani 
Yes. Um, and I decided that uh, I was going to go partners, and my first partner is uh, Togo Claws Goblin Toysmith. <laughs> Very nice. nice. Uh, and you can't have uh, Christmas without a Christmas tree, so he is partners with Kodama of the East Tree. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. My team's so, going full on competitive here. My deck also has a a, a tree themed, but nothing <laughs> as good as that fucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Teach is gonna win. Not, no, 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 no. It's not it's not built to take advantage of that like too much. Okay. The idea is the idea is uh there's stuff in this deck that's going to be gifted to everybody because I'm not selfish like Nelson is. Ah, okay. See, and I thought about running Blim, um, but we just had Blim, so I decided not to because I was like, oh, I'm going to be Santa Blim, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you get on my naughty list, then Togo Claus <laughs> is going to chuck coal at your face. <laughs> that's very nice. I love this theme. That's fantastic. So that's my Christmas deck. <laughs> Oh, that's now, awesome. Now I'm way more excited for this. Yes, this is going to be a blast. <laughs> this is going to be a total blast. And the fun part will be none of us uh we'll, we'll make sure Chris doesn't tell us and he'll be the he'll be the surprise at the table. Uh I already know what Chris is building. <laughs> well, okay. Now you got to spoil it for everyone. Well, it's not say, really a spoil. He he is also or because he asked me he didn't want to double up on anything. Sure. He will be running Hans Ericsson. Ah, okay, great. Yes. That's awesome that none of us picked the same thing. Yeah. Well, I did pick, but again, I picked several different well, things. Well, true. Started true. going and went, eh, I don't like it. So now I've got now I've got Rudolph, the red nose elemental. <laughs> I thought about trying to figure out like what mono black commander I wanted to do a Krampus build with, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I decided on uh, on Atlapalani instead. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say Grum- Grumgully was even in the ring oh, for yeah. a Santa looking. There you go, feller. And that's actually a solid card too. I mean, you could do some you could do some fun stuff with Grumgully. That's why I didn't build it. <laughs> uh, so, other than prepping for our C our CDH uh, <laughs> competition that's coming up, that should really uh, you know set the world on fire here. Uh, what else have you guys been up to? Anything? Uh, I gave Christmas gifts to you guys. <laughs> yeah, you did, yes, and they were gifts. super awesome and thoughtful and. You're a good friend. Yeah. You are a good friend. What did you get, Nelson? Uh, I got... Um, the exact same things Teach got. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> probably okay, the exact same thing. That's what I was wondering thing. about. <laughs> um, so curious. I got... You know, the highlight The highlight is the fact that... Uh, so, I mean, we've talked about it in passing um, on the show here and there. But, you know, Teach and I uh, both have daughters uh very close in age and the fact that chanel had the forethought like to give us little girl uh i just thought was (laughs) (laughs) that came off wrong it's a card (laughs) oh okay the the card the card yeah so so yeah the fact that he that he did that you know like i am both of your children's father (laughs) surprise Um, i gave both of you going to announce to the internet that i was not gifted a little girl and i don't know what nelson is talking about and the police should not come after me (laughs) (laughs) that's that's fair uh yeah no this is from uh god unhinged right it's an unset. It is yes. an unset. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. And then um, the 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 gorgeous uh, Path to Exile uh, promo that Unhinged, was awesome. Yes. yes. Um, and then two Zendikar uh, pre-release packs and an Ikoria um, 
bundle is that what we're calling them now fat packs yeah, bundles yeah. bundles and then uh the chandra spellbook so uh yeah I, I got some i pulled a foil uh fiend artisan which was neat uh and i got uh vivian monsters advocate which was neat um the seagate restoration that was a cool zendikar pull um and then omnath another cool zendikar pull um so yeah it was it was awesome and and really really thoughtful and then i got my t-shirt from Tej uh from last christmas so that was sweet <laughs> <laughs> i also had got my vencer's journal um that Tej just needs me to deliver the ramos uh <laughs> that, that yes. i'm trading him for etched uh, ramos. and chanel also gave me uh the etched foil for nevenral erberg erborg tyrant no um, you owe me for that I do like two and a half dollars. I think <laughs> yeah, something like that is uh, yeah. That so, is where my generosity ends, <laughs> and that's fair. That is fair. I, I, I yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, that was that was awesome. Yes. Well, Super I wanted cool. to do something nice because as I as I told Nelson privately, uh, you guys have been my lifeline for magic and sanity in this <laughs> stupid fucking year. And pardon my language for saying year on the internet in 2020. <laughs> I know it, it will be a banned word by the time this whole experience wraps up, but holy shit, things have been rough. So yeah, to to both go, hey, thanks guys for being cool. And also as a, I apologize for every time that I've just snapped for being isolated or not being able to do stuff. <laughs> and it's just here, here, have some stuff, which... Yeah. I am I am trying to be well and I was kind of thinking about it. I am both super lazy in my gift giving but also very generous because technically it's already things I've owned. So I didn't spend any money. But then I realized I am a sole proprietor small business owner. Everything <laughs> right, yeah, I own, not... I've invested everything right. I have into. So I'm right. giving just giving good things away that I should be trying to sell. Eh, but fuck it. My my credit card debt is not for those items specifically, so those were free. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like where your head's at. That's that's how I do my accounting. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. That was that was very generous of you. I wasn't expecting it and not at all. That's how gifts work. Plus, that way I have the upper hand. That's true. <laughs> For now. Yes. Now we owe you. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why it is better to give than receive, because you give guilt instead of receiving guilt. Uh, yeah, you, you now you can lord it over us. It's true. <clears throat> it's true. Uh, Teej, what have you been yes. up to? Nothing. Fair enough. Honestly, right. I've been... <laughs> tired work. I've been... Uh, tired right, work. no shit between between uh work and uh taking care of my little one um i've been uh uh mainly this past week just thinking about this christmas edh thing and what i wanted to do with it and then i came up with an idea that i got really excited for so i've just been thinking about it i haven't had a whole lot of time to sit down and start throwing stuff together but right now i have a big pile of cards that i just need to um you know uh, uh uh reduce in size and then i'll have a deck uh so that's pretty much it so uh can't wait for monday when we get to play these decks yeah uh i really haven't done a whole <laughs> lot either other than the fact that we just played edh before we were recording i just uh, and... sorry i just got the text message are you guys doing more of a theme or deck idea or like pouring over every card making every card on theme so just do what feels right. There you very, go, Chris. A very unhelpful 
<laughs> generic message. Fuck you, figure it out on your own. This is the real world. We are playing magic. It's do CDH. What do you think we're doing? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I really haven't done anything uh, either. Um, I finally got around my guide. It was completely my fault that uh, the episode that came up today didn't come up till today. I've just been so busy. I didn't have a chance to edit it. So I got that done this morning uh, before work. It was nice to just sit in a quiet house with a cup of coffee and, and do that. So that was that was cool. Um, but other than that, yeah, no, we just played magic tonight and it was it was fun um you know it was the second game i pulled out my my danitha deck that i haven't played um god i probably since last winter um when i was still living down in mequon at at the townhome and i i mean i remember sitting in the living room there playing it and um i think this is the first time it ever won and it won pretty quickly it won yeah uh, it won it he, is. <laughs> he defeated me, even though I had sixty-three <laughs> uh, Polyraptor. But at one time you had sixty-four. You just snuck attack the first one out. <laughs> snuck attack, sneaked attack. Yes, sneak attacked. Uh, sneak attack. Just, just, just so you get a sense of the weird goddamn Raptor math. I had four <laughs> forerunner uh, of the Empire out. I snuck attacked, bellowing Igisaur. And Polyraptor out, and then just math. Math happened for a couple of minutes. <laughs> for quite, a, I think honestly, and I don't mean this like in a in a teasing way. I I honestly think it took longer to do the Polyraptor math than the game took. <laughs> yeah, like that's how fast Danathatron just took off. <laughs> Danatha became indestructible like the second turn she was out. Yep, and then there was just nothing any of us could do at the time, and then we well, were dead. And the reason I kept uh, the reason I kept the one um, I, I kept one planes open every t- every every turn. Uh, I was holding God's willing and um, oh God, what's the other one? Uh, shoot, I can't. Uh, Brave the elements, I think is is oh, what, okay. is what it is. Where it, yeah, all all white creatures all white creatures you control get protection from the uh, color of your choice until end of turn. So I had a couple outs anyway. Um, <laughs> with that indestructibility so yeah i mean and that deck that's the thing with with like voltron decks like that where you know if they take off right out of the gates they they can they can get out of control really fast but yeah you're putting the, the other side of that is one basket but if that right. basket smashes your opponent in the face before they can smash them right exactly <laughs> Um, and horrible, I remember horrible analogy <laughs> i remember playing tiege once like right after i built it and uh I had indestructibility on it, or some something else that gave it indestructible, um, and uh, wasn't thinking. And obviously, with a with a Tron build like that, like you said, you put all your eggs in one basket. And then he had, I forget what he had, but it was whatever it was was an edict edict effect. So I had to sacrifice it, and then he just swung in for like I don't know four hundred damage and killed me. Um, but yeah, so that was that was fun to Chris- see that deck. Do Chris what just, I wanted it Chris to do. just texted me that uh, now he's instead of Hans, he's also thinking about uh, Gigantha, the Wellspring, and it just went. That's mine. Back off. <laughs> Slap. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? You told me Hans. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's really all I've been up to. Um, and I've I've obviously also been putting time into uh, the deck that we're going to talk about right now. Tej's 
Amrith the Lustrous deck. Um, I have a few questions that I hope you'll address, Tej, as you tell us about it. Like, yeah. how you're going to run an EDH deck with 61 cards uh, and <laughs> no no land base. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I I have developed a new technique for going through and evaluating decks that we're going to be talking about, and because we always share the share the deck lists on Architect, I hit the playtest button, and I went, huh. No land hand. Okay. N. New hand. No land hand. No land hand. No land hand. One land hand. Okay. Let's let's fucking see. And I went back and I'm like, oh, the deck only has one land. The deck only has sixty one cards. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that you did that. Otherwise I would have filled out the lands for you. <laughs> Thank you. I just so I just together the base (laughs) and sent it out because i was excited i was excited to talk about this yeah i'm excited to hear about it because it's 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 a really interesting and i think a really good build um but before we get into anything why don't you tell us kind of about the deck which way you wanted to spin it and what it's trying to do all right so the commander is uh amareth the lustrous six six legendary dragon of course because it's me Tej. Uh, for three, a green, a white, and a blue. Uh, flying. And whenever another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, look at the top card of your library. If it shares a card type with that permanent, you may reveal that card and put it into your hand. Um, and the direction I decided to go uh, was an enchantment build. So um, I've, I'm running every enchantress creature, I think every enchantress creature that I could find. Um, and the, uh, the goal of the deck is it's a, it's a very controly build, uh, use enchantments like banishing lights, um, grasp of fate to remove problematic, uh, permanence, uh, board ripes like wrath of God and Supreme verdict to get rid of creatures. Um, and then the, the way the deck wins is by um, playing enchantments with uh, a Sigil of the Empty Throne out to give me angel tokens, um, or playing Starfield of Nyx or Opalescence to turn all of my enchantments into enchantment creatures. Uh, and when I can safely attack, because I've controlled everyone's board and wiped all their creatures, uh, swing in with all of my enchantment creatures and or angel tokens. Um, and I also have a bunch of cloning effects that clone enchantments, like Clever Impersonator, uh, Copy Enchantments, a uh, bunch of stuff like that, so I can double up on my um, double up on my removal enchantments, double up on my uh, Sigil of the Empty Thrones, um, anything along those lines. Uh, any holes that need to be filled on the board, those clone effects can can fix. Um, so that's basically the idea behind the deck. Um, so granted, um, just like the last deck we talked about, which was my mutate deck, I believe this deck doesn't have a whole lot of instant speed interaction, uh, but because it requires, uh, kind of a specific, uh, play pattern where I want to get enchantresses out so I can draw cards every time I play an enchantment, um, uh... I've got a bunch of tutors in here that can tutor up creatures or tutor up enchantments. So if I'm going to tutor an enchantment, I'm most likely going to go directly for 
ley line of anticipation, which will give me that flash speed that I can just do anything I need to um, during anybody else's turn. Uh, so uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, there you go. Awesome. Thank you. That fills uh, in some gaps and changes one suggestion that I'm I was going to make. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, Schnell, do you want to uh, you want to go first? I guess, sure. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Otherwise, I will if you. No, want No, no, no. I'll I'll start us off. I will start us off. Um. So, looking at the deck and playtesting a Adlands. That's the thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I would recommend for my first cut is Tragic Poet. Tragic Poet is a one-drop white 1-1 townsfolk creature. You tap and sack it to return target enchantment card from your graveyard to your hand. It is enchantment recursion, so therefore in a mostly enchantment deck, it is good and useful. However, I would choose to replace it with, and we'll go with the last card that I found, Holistic Wisdom which is a three-drop enchantment, uh, pay two of any color, remove a card in your hand from the game, return target card from your graveyard to your hand if it shares a type with it. Okay. So, basically, most of my suggestions will be getting rid of single-drop recursion things that aren't enchantments and replacing them with more enchantments that help you even more, because... I assume you want to get your your commander out, and therefore, the more you can draw off of your commander's trigger, the better. I agree one hundred percent. And the reason, and the reason that uh, Tragic Poet was in there is because uh, it's a creature. No, my creature count is a lot lower than my enchantment count. Oh yeah, we're gonna drive that number down. Even even playing a creature <laughs> will trigger Amareth um, and give it me a It will, chance. but you'll have fourteen cards left in the deck, assuming you yep. have no other encha- or no other uh, creatures in hand. I would much rather go. guarantee because a one drop creature, if that's your turn one, Amareth's not going to be out. You're not going to benefit off of that in any way, other than later being able to get something back one yep. time. So no, I like I, I like this suggestion quite a bit, um, and I would I would uh, uh, definitely make that change because this fits what I was telling you about before, uh, where that sits around until I can turn it into a creature. That's that enchantment's not going anywhere, and then it's a three three, which is better than a one one. Yes. So I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say, Tragic Poet was also on my list. <laughs> and I was thinking about recursion here and how the, you know, y- you can only recur once off of it, right? Essentially. Yes. Um, so I thought, well, what's another way that we can get, uh, you know, a lot of your enchantments have low CMCs. And, uh, you know, this card is going to shoot your curve up a little bit, but I thought Sun Titan might be something that could fit in here. You because when it, when it enters the battlefield or when it attacks, you return target permanent card from your graveyard with converted mana cost three or less. So say you need a land or say you need uh, another creature or you're like, oh, I'm going to bring the Mystic Remora back because you got sick of paying its cumulative upkeep or any of your enchantments with a CMC three or less. You know, this allows you to repeatedly do it uh, rather than something like Tragic Poet, which only lets you do it once. That's a good suggestion, too, and I don't even think I thought of that. 
Although I will say, like, uh, you know, the poet does let you grab something with a higher CMC, but I just think for me, with the other ways that you can grab those other enchantments back, I think the the um, the redundancy and the repetition you get with Sun Titan would help in this deck. The redundancy my, and the repetition. <laughs> yeah, that was redundant. My high CMC <laughs> and repetitive. My high CMC enchantments are the ones that I want to play at the end game. Yeah. So. Sure. Uh, I'm not. I'm not concerned about bringing those back. If I get to a point where um, I play a high CMC like like Sigil of the Empty Throne, and then it gets removed, and I find myself in a position where I can just get it again, this game is not going well for anybody playing it. Sure. Very true. So good suggestion there. I like that as well. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, that brings me to. Let's see, Nelson just also picked Tragic Poets. So, uh, Starfield Mystic. It does reduce the cost of your enchantments. However, he is just a human cleric, so he doesn't help your Amarath triggers. And whenever an enchantment you control is put in a graveyard uh, from the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on him. So you get a counter each time. So you're building up a single target but you don't really need this guy for your offense or your defense with the number of uh, sphere of safety and propaganda effects. Yep. So I would replace him with search for Ascanta. Search Ooh, for Ascanta at the beginning of your upkeep. Look at the top card of your library. You may put that card in your graveyard. If you have seven or more in your graveyard, you may transform it. And then it becomes a blue land that you can pay three. Look at the top four cards of your library. Reveal a non-creature, non-land from among them. Put it in your hand. Put the rest in the bottom of your library in any order. So because I know a search is usually played with sorceries and instants. However, being able to just cycle through your deck a little bit faster. And because you do have other recursion Dumping stuff into your graveyard isn't the end of the world, and being able to find the exact thing you need with it being an enchantment, or being able to hit enchantments, uh, I think is a much better option than just counting on dumping enchantments for a bigger body or trying to reduce your cost by one. The only, the only thing that Starfield Mystic is in this deck for is the fact that it's reducing the cost of my enchantments. That's um, fair. Looking Which at your is, curve, though, right now, you have a lot of three or less. So I yes. wasn't as concerned about reducing the cost because you barely go over three with nope, most of but that. No, but uh, uh, it's still a form of ramp. Um, yeah. And uh, I, like, I, like, I like ramp. I try to get, you know, at least ten things that will ramp me. Uh, um, search for so. Azkanta becomes a land which ramps... Uh, that's true. That is true. So, um, but yeah, but that, that's that why, is, that's that why is my, there. That is my suggestion. I like it. Search for his content, I think, would really, really help. I have one of those, too. I'm gonna I say, need they're, one of those. They're nowhere near as expensive as they used to be since they rotated out. They're, no, uh, they're right not. now it says TCG mid is about six bucks. Oh, that's so, not bad at all. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Nelson. So the next one uh, that I had on my cut list was uh, Clever Impersonator. And um, that was actually top top of my list, but I skipped it after Tej's little intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I didn't adjust after Tej's intro. So, like, I totally get why it's here, right? Um, but I was also thinking about 
your win cons and some of the token things you're trying to do. Um, and, um, you know, I, I just, I, I had thought like, oh, anointed procession is an interesting um, enchantment. But now that I think about it some more, it's like, well, is it only good with Sigil of the Empty Throne? Like at that point, you know, um, because as I'm looking this, looking at this again, that's the only one that's giving you tokens, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say cut anointed procession and put in clever, imp- uh, clever impersonator. No, um, I'm going to actually suggest something different. Um, what I, I, I think, uh, Tuvasa the sunlit would be a good card in this deck. So, uh, you know, she is one of the, she wasn't the face commander, but she was one of the alternate commanders in, who was it? Oh, Estrid. So yeah. Tuvasa the sunlit gets plus one, plus one for each enchantment you control. Whenever you cast your first enchantment spell, each turn, draw a card. So this is going to give you card draw. Um, she, you know, just only increases in, in power and toughness. Uh, I, I think she synergizes well with this deck. Um, but again, I mean, I had a difficult time with the cut side i I have a lot more suggestions um and then you know i'll put uh the onus on what to cut on you because it's your deck but (laughs) um you know it was easier for me to find cards that i thought oh this would slot well in here uh and more difficult for me to find cards that i'd be like i'm gonna i'm gonna cut this um and after hearing your your thoughts you know when you let off i I totally get why clever impersonators in here um but i think as you look through it, uh, you know, there's there's uh, something to be said for a card like Tuvasa. Tuvasa was in one of the very early drafts of this deck. Um, and the reason I cut it is because she will only draw me one card a turn. Um, as opposed to all of the other enchantresses, which will draw me many cards a turn. Um, so that's I why was, I gave her the boot. I was going to jokingly immediately say cut to Tuvessa for that exact reason just because she says first enchantment first enchantment yeah, yeah. sure but um, no otherwise i it it's a good suggestion but i don't think it's good enough that's fair so. i i kind i i kind of agree i mean i mean um i'm probably not going to cut any of the clones immediately in the deck um, just because I want to see how they play out, because uh, doubling up on some of these effects completely out of nowhere, I think, is going to give me some sort of edge in games when people aren't expecting it. Um, I mean, these a clever impersonator can be a second Sylvan library. It could be uh, true a, a second uh, sphere of uh, sphere of safety. Um, clever impersonator can be. <laughs> Uh, Any permanent on the battlefield. <laughs> well, I was, was going to say, <laughs> Tuvasa is Tuvasa, but a clever impersonator could be anything. It could even be Tuvasa. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you yeah. know how much we need one of those. <laughs> um, Tej, do you have this print of Sterling Grove, by the way? No, I. These okay. are not. These are not the actual prints I have. I just. I didn't get that far in the list. I just threw out the cards. No, that's fine. I was just going so. through and was like, "Holy sh! That is a that is a neat Sterling Grove. It's, it's pretty. It's an alternate art foily it's, one I that I have say, a judge up promo. on Architect for those at home, um, which is not the one that I have. I have the original. Okay. Uh, do you also have a gold bordered opalescence? I do not. Okay. I do not have any opalescence. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a good card. Um, okay, my next cut. 
Uh, going, let's see. Restoration Specialist. For the exact same reason why you should cut Tragic Poet. Uh, it's a creature, so it's not going to help you as much or as often as hitting any other enchantments with uh, your commander out. Also, it's a single recursion effect. Yep. Um, so, cut that. Get some better options. And for better options, you ask. Um, okay, this is out there, and I forgot this card existed, but I used to run the hell out of this in EDA, or in uh, 250. Uh, so, as a possible option, Elfheim Sanctuary. It is a two-drop enchantment in green. for uh, It's one in a green out of uh, Invasion. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may search your library for a basic land card, reveal that card, and put it into your hand. If you do, skip your draw for this turn and shuffle your library. So, it, it, it's you can guarantee draw lands whenever you want to. And I, I didn't even know this card existed. I, it's Again, I forgot about it. But like I said, I used to run this in every single 250 deck in the green slot. And for being a 2-drop, this is my favorite form of ramp. Because you're not ramping, you're just guaranteeing lands when you need them. Right. Or you can take, you know, a land could be anything, but the top, top card of your library could be a land as well. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do the joke. Anyway, uh, no, but it's, it's an enchantment. So if you get an early game, you can guarantee the lands you need to get into Amareth, or you can put it out late game, get the trigger off of uh, your commander if it's already out, and if you just need another land for anything. But it guarantees early game that you just get your lands every single turn. Yeah, makes sense. So, I think it's just a solid, because the other one, I was also thinking Font of Fertility. It's a one-drop green, pay two, Sack, search for a basic, put it in the battlefield, tap. So yes, that one does put you ahead a little bit, but only for one turn, whereas this is every turn you just guarantee what you, you know, get in the land you need. Sure. And synergy. You know what? I have a lot more suggestions than I do for... So, alternately, I'm going to throw out one more ad suggestion while it's still sure. my turn. Uh, Dance of the Mance. This is a sorcery out of Eldraine for a blue, a white, and X. Return up to X target artifact and or non-aura enchantment cards with a CMC of X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. If X is six or more, those permanents are 4-4 four, four creatures in addition to their other types. Yes, I, this was actually in the deck in one of my recursion slots until I had the epiphany that creatures would trigger Amareth. So then I cut out uh, other sorcery recursions and threw them in as creatures instead. Okay. I still like this but, better. <laughs> no, well, no. That being said... Um, yeah, because my... Dance dance of the Mance, if you throw it out, even if you, you know, at, at your, you know, six mana, so you're getting four four-drop enchantments back, each one of those enchantments, or enchantments is now triggering... Amareth as an as an option. Yeah, and I was just so. going to say one of my one of my uh, mantras when it comes to uh, <laughs> building EDH decks is don't be a slave to your theme, and uh, cutting out more efficient recursion or more useful in recursion to simply throw out creatures to get triggers off Amareth. Uh, that's probably me being a slave to my theme. Okay. 
So I like that. I like that suggestion. Good. Uh, Nelson, what is your next cut? Uh, my next cut um, is so I know TG were saying that you'd like to have ten sources of ramp, um, <laughs> but I had wild growth on my cut list since you do have overgrowth in here. Um, even though wild growth is is cheaper, and I know that you know you you want to go for redundancy, um, but I I would put in. Um, Noble Hierarch. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised it's not in this deck. Um, though I'll I understand why. It's why. not in this deck. Because it's huh? expensive. I said I'll tell you why it's not in this deck. <laughs> it's because it's expensive. <laughs> That's fair. It, it is expensive. Uh, but being able to fix for, you know, any any color uh, in Bant obviously would help this deck. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you don't have one, it, it can definitely be price prohibitive. It is Noble. There's a reason Noble Hierarch is, what, a $40, $50 card? Yes. Um, so and that's that's why because really? it's it's one green for you, you know one uh, you a mana dork that oh you got one from uh um double masters yeah yeah double masters nice that's awesome yeah um, i i i totally agree with that um that is a very good suggestion um the only reason like like i tried my best to uh like outside of key pieces and things i don't already know own uh keep the cost to building this a minimum I know I'm going to drop a couple bucks on this deck already, so sure, um, that's fair. If I uh, have if I have spare change at some point in my life, I would definitely make this change. I don't necessarily know if I'm going to make it right away, but that's sure. definitely a great suggestion. Uh, so I, I guess another one um, that I thought that would be um, it's not it's not ramp, but it's good card draw, and it's actually going to it actually gains you life um, too, and you know. It's a card that I might value more than it's worth, um, per- perhaps in this deck, I suppose. Um, but you do have a good number of lands, and so I did have Tatovia Benthic Druid uh, from Dominaria on my list. So for uh, three green and a blue, it's a 3-3 three, three Merfolk Druid. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, yes. gain a life and draw a card. Um, so, you know, she's cheap i think like two and a half bucks usually and you know there are builds that she's better in um but she does help you uh you know with that card draw and does gain you some life in in the chance that you're not finding creatures or say you know ghostly prison or you know whatever you need to kind of help stave off um attacks for a while i do like tatyova uh i've never played with never played with her before but i do like that card yeah that's a solid suggestion she's uh she's on my list for the yarrick deck that i want to build <laughs> just because she'd be great in that deck i was gonna say um, and she she pairs well with the elfim elfim card where oh yeah you're yeah, guaranteeing a land and yeah, then you yeah put she it does into play and then you draw another card <laughs> uh yeah that's a really good point that is, so that's... so yeah i had uh i had wild growth just because i thought there was you know maybe a different area to go there but i i understand why it's in the deck i would um i would be more likely to cut like verdant haven or overgrowth over wild growth just because they're more expensive i was gonna say because the cmc is higher yeah. yeah i mean wild growth is a one drop which is which is definitely handy yes um but no that's a great suggestion actually i like that uh Schnell, back to you okay um oop, as i just backhand my microphone because I'm super not coordinated. I would cut Green Sun Zenith. It is a great card. 
but we are uh, again trying to focus more on the enchantments and just being able to search for a specific creature I think you're better off just throwing more enchantments or just more enchantment tutors but you have a lot of enchantment tutors already so I don't think Green Sun Zenith is as good in this deck as it is in any other deck um, instead of it I would put in something like, and this is a horrible example, I have two suggestions for this slot as well. Nowhere near as good, just objectively, but in your deck. Uh, Omen of the Hunt. Three drop enchantment, it has flash. When it enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic land, put in the battlefield tap, then shelf your library. Or you can pay three and sacrifice it to scry two, which would help you stack your deck a little bit better to maximize your commander triggers. Mm-hmm. So that is an option, as well as Archmage Ascension. Uh, Three-drop enchantment in blue. At the beginning of each end step, if you drew two or more cards this turn, and with you sometimes flashing stuff in, depending on how the game goes, uh, you might be able to do this several times. Uh, as long as Archmage Ascension has six... Uh, sorry, uh, if you drew two or more, put a quest counter on it. If it has six or more, if you would draw a card, you may instead search your library for a card, put that card in your hand, then shuffle your library. Oh, I like that. So that because you're... Good yeah, suggestion. Be, because you're going for the maximizing card draw effectiveness and filling your hand, this lets you specifically fill your hand. <laughs> That is a great suggestion, actually. I like that a lot. So, um, I like Green Sun Zenith. Um, yeah, Green it's Sun's, a great card. It yes, a great card. Um, green, yeah, because uh, 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 if I keep Green Sun Zenith in the deck, I'm also going to throw um, what's it called? What's I it called, know. guys? <laughs> What's um, it do? What is the card? You're uh, the land creature. Do? The land creature. Yeah. Eric's Eric Smithies. Eric, no. Yeah. No. 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 The 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 forest the forest. Oh, creature. Dryad Arbor. Dryad Arbor. Oh, yes. Thank Dryad you. Dryad Arbor. Yes. Um, turn one. Turn one. Green Sun Zenith is is ramp. Um, if I don't draw one of my enchantresses, Green Sun Zenith will will tutor one right up. Um. It's better. It's definitely better early game than it is late game. Um, yeah. But depending on depending on other suggestions you uh, you guys are going to throw out, I have like Dragon Lord Dromoka in my maybe my maybe board over here. Um, I mean, but uh, which Green Sun Zenith can tutor up as well. Yeah. Um, also, my, Eternal my Witness for the recursion. My thought process going through your deck looking for things to cut is. Anything that's not an enchantment is potentially on the chopping block. Anything, Makes sense. Yeah, anything that can be replaced with more enchantments to get more effectiveness should be taking the place so that you are not not just locking into that theme, but just right. making it so that everything works together. So that, hell, your, the one land you do play in the deck is Hall of Hel Heliod's Generosity. So <laughs> the, one <land. laughs> the one land you do run. <laughs> um, so being able to bring back any almost any card from your from your graveyard to the top of your library, and then with the amount of extra card draw you're getting from maximizing Amareth's triggers, you can yeah put that back on top of your library. Drop a cheap enchantment. Hey, look, I got another enchantment that goes yeah. right to my hand. 
Yeah. So. Good suggestion. Yeah. Nels? Yeah. Uh, so I actually, I, I couldn't, I don't have anything that I don't think should not be here. Um, I do like Schnell's theory of if it's not an enchantment, it's on the chopping block. Worldly tutor, um, potentially. That's actually one that I was looking at. Um, <laughs> same, after you said after you reason. said Green Sun Zenith, um, I was thinking, well, worldly tutor. But the only reason that I didn't say that immediately uh, is because the Green Sun Zenith does have an X in the casting cost, and worldly tutor is only one. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's at least cheaper. Um, but I, I mean, I, I agree. I don't know if that's um, something I would keep here just because of the smaller amount of, of creatures. Um, yeah. But I, I, I get it, though, because if you need one and you happen to get the tutor, then at least you can go grab it. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to list off. Um, I've got three more cards um, that I would have on my, my maybe board, right, when I'm looking at, at this deck. Um, the first one is is an old favorite. Uh, I have Swords to Plowshares on here um, as something to give a thought to, just because it's, it's more removal um, and like you said there's not a lot of instant speed um interaction in this deck uh and that would that would give you that uh another one that i had on my list was uh reclamation sage so um reclamation sage uh when it enters the battlefield uh, you may destroy artifact uh, target artifact or enchantment so this just helps you uh it's just a little bit more of of removal if you need it um based on you know if you're playing my marchesa deck or something <laughs> um you know obviously though you've got um i can't think of it off the top of my head because i'm not looking at the page the Creeping white corrosion uh, or thank you cleansing yeah. meditation cleansing meditation where yeah. it destroys all enchantments and then you return yours that card is just i need that in marchesa <laughs> um and then the last one uh, that I had on my list is actually um, a newer card, and this might be another one that I might value um, too much, and maybe it's got a better slot in a different enchantment deck, but it's uh, Ar Archon of Sun's Grace. Uh, so this is from um, the new Theros set, and it's uh, for 2 and 2 white. It's a 3-4 flying lifelink Archon, and uh, Pegasus creatures you control have lifelink, but it has constellation. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, create a 2-2 white Pegasus creature token with flying. So uh, you could get a ton of value off of this card, obviously, uh, in a deck like this, right? And I know creatures are kind of at a premium, but they're also not your strategy, right? So I get that, and I think this was another card I had kind of in mind when I was thinking, oh, Anointed Procession, because there are a lot of cool ways ways that you can use constellation or something like it uh where you are going to create tokens though i do know obviously tokens aren't a strategy in this deck um but Ar archon of sun's grace is just a card that's always kind of stuck out to me that um i think is a really good i think it can be a steal for it's like a buck um and i think it's a card that can really do work in the right kind of deck and this is one that it might be fun to maybe experiment with um you know to some degree Archon of Sun's Grace is just a mini sigil of the Empty Throne. Right. And Archon of Sun's Grace was in an, an, in an early draft of this deck as well, along with, like, Dance of the Mance. Um, that and... Uh, 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 God, why am I spacing on card names? I, I, I play it. There's an, there's an enchantment um, that makes Pegasus tokens. Uh, and at the beginning of your upkeep, you have to sacrifice Pegasus. Otherwise, you sacrifice the enchantment. But uh, you make you make Pegasus tokens for two mana. Um, oh yeah, I know. What oh you're yeah, about. I know what you're I talking also about. Don't know what it's called? Sanctuary something. Yeah, something sanctuary. 
Um, Seraph Sanction? No, that's not it. It's not a sanctuary. I no, I uh, no. It's not a sanctuary. What is it? Anyway, okay. Um, fair enough. I have it actually right here. Oh. Um, I'll find it and I'll yell it. Oh my god! <laughs> I have it right here. I don't. Have I it. do. It's it's in it's in my roof deck. It's here in my fingertips. My my fingertips. <laughs> The hell kind of Freudian slip was that? My finger tape? My finger tapes. Um. Nelson, edit so? all of this episode out. Bitch. Nope, I'm keeping it. <laughs> Shit. Finger tapes. Finger tapes. Going to print. Uh, another anyway, card that. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, I'm going to jump in here real quick. Sacred uh, Mesa. I knew it was something with an S. Anyway, uh, cut the rest of your creatures, is my suggestion, <laughs> and replace them with. The three Genjus in your colors. The three Genjus? So, in I'm aware one, of Genjus. Okay, so there is Genju of the Cedars for one green Enchant Forest. You pay two, Enchanted Forest becomes a 4-4 four, four green spirit creature token that's still a land. When the forest is put into a graveyard, you may return Genju of the Cedars from your graveyard to your hand. So... With uh, And I was thinking about these because, A, they're enchantments. And again, enchantments is what you like. Uh, they're creatures when you need them. They're lands when you don't. And with the amount of board wipes that you seem to want to play, uh, being able to board wipe and not kill your own shit is fantastic. When your creatures do die, the enchantments come back to your hand so you can have one-drop things that are probably going to get you more card draws off of Amareth. So it's Genju of the Cedars mm -hmm. for one green becomes a 4-4. Four, four. The Genju of the Falls uh, for one blue becomes a 3-2 with flying. And then Genju of the Fields is a 2-5... Uh, is it errated to lifelink? Nope. Whenever this creature deals damage, its controller gains that much life. And they all have the... When they die, they just go back to your hand. Yeah. And also, the two that have not been printed since Kamigawa have on their type lines Enchant Plains and Legendary Enchant Land. So that's cool to see. <laughs> Legendary Enchant Well, yeah, the Genju of the Realm you can't play because it's five color. But right, I'm just I'm just looking at all of them. Yeah, uh, I knew the name. I don't think I've ever actually looked at these cards before. They are okay. Kinda. They are good in Amareth. Okay. Because, again, you're not really looking for creatures to be your defense or even anything you're playing is not really your offense because you're just waiting for Sigil to fill up the board. So you don't really need many creatures because everything else is going to be making them and you've got Enlightened Tutor, uh, cut Eladamry's call. Replace it with all of my suggestions. <laughs> all of my suggestions. <laughs> um, Another really good budget yeah, card uh, would be tutor. Replenish. Replenish. That was sarcasm. Replenish yeah. is like a ninety dollars card. It, it's, uh, return all enchantments from oh, your graveyard. Oh yes, I have. <laughs> I've, I've looked at this before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or is this I, yeah, I, I think? was considering open the vaults for a little while. I love that card. Uh, but that that benefits everybody. So. Well, what do you uh, do? You think open the vaults is 
since it returns everything from my graveyard is better than some of these creatures that only do one thing once. Um. Yes. Even even if turn. even if it brings back other people's stuff. Um, I would say. I mean, in the right situation. Um. You know. Well, because at that again, point, are you because your commander benefits off of just ETBs? You're going to be getting a lot more value back oh, than anyone else. I didn't right. think of it that way. You don't have to cast stuff. You just need permanents coming into play. I didn't think of it that way. That's um, true. If I'm benefiting from a shit ton of triggers, then I don't care if I bring back other people's things. Yeah. The only thing is, Sigil of the Empty Throne is whenever you cast an enchantment. Yep. So, that one, meh. But everything else... Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, this is <laughs> this is like completely janky, um, but I was thinking about, you know, the fact that your your uh, commander's looking at things that are entering the battlefield. Um, and just because everybody knows how much I love Seb McKinnon's art, uh, Soul Herder is in your colors. Not that it would <laughs> not that it would do much other than in the oh, exact right situation great here. Art. Um, but uh, whenever whenever a creature is exiled or wait. Yeah, whenever a creature is exiled from the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on Soul Herder. Blah. Soul Herder, and then uh, at uh, on your end step, you get to choose a, a creature and and uh, put it into exile. You exile it and then blink it back. Um, so that would work too with your commander as well. But again, that's just like a goofy ass. Con- that sounds like a hey, I want to make a deck between Mogus and Minecrank. But um, <laughs> I just love I love that art so much. Like when that when Modern Horizons was spoiled and that art came out, I was like, fuck, that is cool. That art is so creepy. <laughs> yeah it is i love um, it i love it one one last suggestion before i'm out of ideas and have to use the bathroom war tax war tax is a three drop in blue huh. uh enchantment pay a blue and x creatures can't attack this turn unless their controller pays x for each attacking creature okay i'm uh i feel like i looked at this before and i didn't it is, like it yeah it's it's if you absolutely need another ghost or not another uh, propaganda effect. Prison effect, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, think I have four is of ish. Okay. I think I I think I have four of them plus clones that can be anything. Yes, it is the poorest so, man's propaganda. Yeah. So, just yeah. an option. Well, since you're cutting yeah. all those cutting all those creatures out anyway, right? You'll exactly, have plenty, you'll, you'll plenty have plenty of, of slots open. We'll get this down to a fifty card deck and call it good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see this deck play. I can't wait until you uh, get it put together and we actually get to see it in action because I, I I do really like what you've done here. I think it's a really interesting deck. Um, I think it's it's really cool, and I I really look forward to to seeing it actually you know play yeah we've got we've got uh christmas next week so i think we'll have some downtime where i can start actually putting the physical deck together and hopefully i can have it uh ready to play in a few weeks here yeah that'd be that'd be a lot of fun um i need to figure out what i want to start to do next to um outside of obviously our our christmas deck that i still have to uh build but um 
I'm trying to decide. I, I was talking to Chanel, um, and I, I don't know if Nevenroll is going to be my next uh, project or not, but I really want to do something, you know, goofy with him. Um, I just don't know what yet. The the uh, my, my muse has not yet inspired me <laughs> as far as what uh, what direction I want to take, Mister Nev. But um, that might be that might be the one next on my list. But I, I am, you know, like I said, I'm excited to see this thing uh, in action. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. I don't want to see a single creature when you cast or when you bring this to the table. <laughs> I can't promise that there won't be creatures. That's fair. I like my enchantresses. Yeah, I know. The, yeah, the enchantresses. Uh, Hannah will never get cut from any deck that <laughs> has a single enchantment or artifact. Yeah, she's, never. She's she, good because she's repeatable. She is exactly repeatable, and that's yep. why she was nowhere near my list of cuts. E witness, cut it, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, awesome. Well, is there anything else either of you guys want to say about this deck uh, before we wrap it up? <sighs> um, I would also just suggest something to... Uh, I would sneak in exiling board remo- uh, something in uh, exile board removal. Um, what the hell am I thinking of? I just had to put him in Gishath. Because I was up against not only Nelson's indestructible goddamn creature, uh, but I also played on Thursday night and lost entirely to just indestructible creatures that I could not deal with. Winds of Abandon went into my deck so that I can exile a creature I don't control. And yeah, they get a basic land, but it has overload, so it's a white cyclonic rift. Oh, nice. Urza's Ruinous Blast, about that. exile all non-land permanents that aren't legendary. There you uh, go. Mostly because in Gishath, I want to have Gishath out. So depending oh. on the situation, being able to just bounce everyone else's stuff minus their commander. Settle the wreckage. I can yeah. play Settle the Wreckage. You could. Yep. That is my one little, but that's just generic like, eh, you should throw those in most decks. No, that's S- fine. Have, have something to deal with, you know, an indestructible or something untargetable. I no, I agree with you one hundred percent. I hate auto includes, but there should be certain boxes that get checked. I agree with that sentiment at one hundred percent as well. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it for me. That's all I got. I'm out of Awesome. I'm out of things to have. Out of things to have. Yeah, me too. Otherwise I'm just gonna keep talking about shit like Tuvasa. <laughs> <laughs> It seemed a lot better in the moment, and then as I was saying it, and you guys were talking about it, it's like, yeah, no, that's a that's not not in this deck. Like she's got her spot, right? But at, not here. At, at first, at first glance, she looks useful in a deck. And like then you this, read the but... you read the word first, and you go yeah, first. Hot, yep, that's that's garbage. the big hot that's garbage. the big no no. Yeah, uh, I will point this out, Teej. I do have a foil academy rector. I know Chris has been <laughs> eyeing it up, I know. but if you. But if you want to buy it, I'll let you have first dips. <laughs> <laughs> I have an Academy Erector that needs a new home. Academy Erector's not in this list. No creatures. It's what a are creature. you, you're trying to yeah. sell me a creature, you son of a bitch. I'm trying to sell you a several hundred dollar <laughs> piece of cardboard. <laughs> just just swindling left and right. He's trying to bamboozle you, man. Because he Academy is. He almost Erector got me, too. Damn near killed her. Chris can have it. <laughs> you heard it here first, yeah. Chris. No, it's she's, yours. She's trash just because you have to find a way for her to die, and then it's a one-time <laughs> effect. Garbage. Yeah. 
She's definitely oh. good in the deck where she used to be, but that deck's coming apart once, you know, COVID is done. <laughs> what deck was that? Oh, it was, um, it was, um, um, uh, uh, Teneb the Harvester. Oh, nice. It was, nice. it's a good, it's, it's a really good deck, um, but it was, it's, it's, um, just a, just a combo deck, uh, just straight up combo, um, and I built it because I wanted to have, you know, like one super powerful deck in case people wanted to play super powerful magic. Sure. Uh, and no one ever does, and I thought of a different direction where I want to take that deck anyway, so I'm just rebuilding that one from the ground up. Nice. But it's going to it's going to involve uh, stealing things from other people's graveyards, and I don't want to play a deck like that over webcam. Yeah, webcam, it's hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that fair. deck, that deck is on hiatus for a while. Um, <laughs> that's why I haven't played Silimgar in forever, or not Sil- I, yeah, Silimgar. Yeah, yeah, Silimgar. Yeah, yeah. I I also haven't brought out Thada Adele in forever because, yeah, uh, Psychic Surgery. I have a foil one sitting here that I cannot play until we are IRL. Whenever yeah. Oppo- yeah, whenever an opponent shuffles his or her library, you may look at the top two cards of that library, you may exile one of those cards, then put the rest on the top in any order. Yeah, that, no, not even going <laughs> to pretend to deal with that card over webcam. Right. Okay, text me the top two cards. Okay, <laughs> the one in your left hand. No, your left, your left hand. Okay, <laughs> exile that one. Don't look at it. <laughs> we all agreed. You're not looking at this at the computer screen, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not. Everyone, look everybody's away. eyes are closed. Everyone, right? look away. Teed, you're going to take another picture of your <laughs> setup, right? Yeah, <laughs> we with your hand. I don't with your know. Hand laid out on I don't the table. know if we have that on official podcast record. That Teej so. sent us a photo mid game showing us his lighting situation, and he had his hand laid down next to his playmat that he took a photo of <laughs> and shared it with us mid game. <laughs> so we knew cards in his hand. We did. It didn't help, but we did. <laughs> that oh, information. Yeah, that information is what cost me the game, right, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, so I will make sure we get this one out first, and then so so we'll we'll do this one. We'll drop the 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 homebrew magic Christmas special, if you will, and then we'll do my Marchesa deck after that. Um, and then in the meantime, we'll figure out what we're going to do next. I think uh, Chanel's up next in the list, so Chanel, start thinking about uh, what you want to bring to the table next. In the meantime, though, thank you guys Le- for Le- sitting cold down. Eyes. I gotta, I gotta figure it out. There you go. Um, thank you guys for sitting down, talking more magic, slinging more spells tonight. It's, it's always fun. I love spending my Friday nights doing this. Uh, thank you to our listeners. Make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Tell a friend. Uh, find us on uh, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever you consume podcasts. Check out our social channels. Just search, uh, you know, Homebrew Magic on on Facebook. You'll find us there. Join the community. Follow our page. And until next time, don't drink and scry. And if you ask nice, I'll send you a Discord invite to our private server. Ooh. But you have to ask nice or at all. Yes. <laughs> Nicely or just ask at all. <laughs>